Safety, dependability, and power. Chevy Silverado isn't happy unless the work is hard and the day is long. No wonder Silverado is America's number one best-selling retail pickup truck. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. On the phone is Representative Raja Krishnamurthy. And um, Raja, can I ask you a question real quick before we get into anything else? Yeah, Lisa, of course. Because now we're friends and, you know, I've I've butchered your name. I don't even know how many times. But I often hear people call you Raja, and I've heard you identify what I hear as Raja. What's correct? You know, either either works. No, you say that all the time. It doesn't either work. Tell me which one is appropriate. Let me see. How do I say Call me Raja. 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 Okay, got it. All right. Now, on to more important things. (laughs) Um, The news out of New York about the Attorney General and the filing of a sweeping lawsuit against President, former President Donald Trump and his children and the Trump Organization is breaking news today. And the files you're dealing with are independent of that. Tell everybody what has been handed over to members of Congress. So those are files from his accounting firm called Mazars. Uh, They kind of did the accounting for the Trump Organization. And it all related back to 2019 when his attorney, Michael Cohen, came before the Oversight Committee and and told us that basically Donald Trump and his organization presented one set of financial figures to, um, you know, for instance, uh, banks to get a loan, and he inflated his assets in that particular instance. And then he, he turned around and then presented another set of financial figures to the IRS uh, when it came uh, time for paying his taxes. And in that situation, he deflated or, um, you know, understated the value of his assets and income. And that's what led to um, uh, the Oversight Committee receiving these documents later on. Okay, so let's say the Oversight Committee looks at these documents and you know everything you just said to be true. What happens then? Well, really, the, the Oversight Committee in Congress receives these documents mainly for the purposes of trying to figure out what went wrong with the laws such that someone could do this. And so I think that's kind of where my head will be at more than anything else, which is you know, what are the loopholes in the law that allow an individual to to, to basically present tax returns or massage them or, uh, you know, show them in a way that is, um, you know, not truthful, uh, whether it's trying to get a loan or trying to get, uh, you know, lower taxes. I think that, you know, it's not necessarily just about Donald Trump in that case. It's really about anybody who essentially, you know, falsely presents their financial figures. And we, the taxpayers or others, uh, are left holding the bag because we end up, you know, Uh, covering those costs in other ways uh, because of that fraud. But, Congressman, it is Donald Trump. I mean, you chose to go after those records. I don't know, are you collecting other records from other businessmen? I mean, you know, it it seems more political than what you're letting on here. Well, I think that, obviously, in this particular situation, uh, we, we had someone who actually came before, you know, Congress and, you know, swore uh, an oath when he made these statements. So, we're able to, um, you know, in that situation, you know, follow up on a very specific instance. Uh, the fact that it is Donald Trump, I guess, maybe shouldn't surprise us, given his other, um, 
uh, you know, his track record with regard to other improprieties, but that's that's certainly the, the, the situation. So um, we all find it intriguing because we we feel that, you know, every day the former president is in the news, but it doesn't appear as if anything is really going to to result in charges, a conviction, more than a slap on the wrist. So I do find it interesting. Do what I guess what I'm saying, Raja, and by the way, this is Representative Raja Krishnamurthy, US, U.S. Representative from Illinois' 8th <laughs> Congressional District, just wanted to reintroduce you. Um, with what it's happens yeah. in, New, in New York, um, will, that, will that actually pique the interest of congressional members as well? Will, will both of these, all of these merge together? I, I don't think they will um, in the sense that I think that they're all kind of they're all separate issues. Um, I think that they might bear on different pieces of the law. And, and to that extent, I think people will be interested. But, I mean, now you have like six or seven different investigations, at least three criminal investigations, uh, one in Mar-a-Lago with, with regard to the mishandling, misappropriation of classified documents. Um, the one, obviously, with regard to January 6th that the D- Department of Justice is involved in. And then uh, perhaps uh, more charges in New York and Georgia. But I think that um, they are distinct inquiries. Uh, I I don't know if they'll result in further congressional action. Okay, because it all boils down to fraud. Representative Raja Krishnamurthy, what people in Chicago are worried about are the Venezuelan immigrants who uh, continue to be bust here. We know that is a federal issue. We're dealing with it locally what is going to happen that is going to prevent the movement of these people across the border and then subsequently put on buses and ship to sanctuary cities like Chicago? Well, I think that the, the fact of the matter is that we have a, a broken border. Uh, we have a broken immigration system, and it's kind of manifesting itself in some really ugly things happening right now. With regard to the border, I think that I'm actually uh, very interested in certain proposals, even by folks like Senator Cornyn of Texas, who says that we should surge resources to the border to deal with all the asylum applications down there, whether it's additional judges, additional uh, folks to really weed out the, the legitimate cases of asylum seeking from those that are not, and then to turn away the ones that are in a humane way that are not um, you know, legitimate cases. Another of my colleagues, Vicente Gonzalez, a, a border Democrat from Texas, has proposed setting up safe zones down in Central America so that these people don't have to, you know, they don't get kind of uh, uh, exploited by cartels and move 500 miles north to the border. And for those credible cases of asylum that they're granted down there, and they can take a, a flight north as, as appropriate, and then those who are not uh, stay down there. Um but at the end of the day, gosh, you know, I think that what um, Mr. DeSantis and Mr. Abbott in Texas have done with these per- particular individuals, I-, I just don't think that that's the way that you should treat people. And you certainly don't put them on buses and planes and send them north as they have. Um, I-, I think that we we treat people in a much more humane way uh, in America. And um, I think that's that's just wrong what they're doing. I think we should solve these problems. Um, in, a, in a more civil fashion on a bipartisan basis 
fix the border, fix our immigration system, and do so uh, expeditiously. Yeah, that's the key, because it seems like it's been going on most of my entire life, and we all had hoped that it will be changed. And, of course, we're looking to people like you to make that change. We have so many more questions. I hope you'll come back and join us on Chicago's Afternoon News again. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Representative Raja Krishnamurthy from Illinois' 8th District. Steve has your 3 o'clock news coming up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. And then we're going to talk to one of our News Nation correspondents who was outside the U.N. this morning. He's got a few things to share with us. Hey, stick around. News is next. W-A-R-E-N-T-I-N-E.